this is Keep It Spicy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Keep It Spicy. I'm here with my girl, Vita. Hi, guys. I'm here with my babe, Shoba. We hope you're having a great week. And we're actually going to go ahead and get started with the quote of the day. So, Vita, please do the honors. So, it goes, breathe in the breath of life all the way to the bottom of your stomach. Inhale peace and exhale chaos. And this is by... Sara Satpia, I think that's how you say it. Not sure. <laughs> Probably messing up. <laughs> Lovely. So on that note, speaking of, you know, breathing in and inhaling and exhaling and such. Have you ever done yoga, by the way? I have. Yeah, it was very like recreationally. I haven't taken any like professional classes, but I would like to one day. What about you? I have as well. I, we Didn't they used to like teach us yoga in school? When we were in boarding school, were you there oh, for that? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I have taken classes. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say that I, I like I would sleep in it because it was at 5 a.m. and the lights were off, and he'd be like, "Do this," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> just, <laughs> Honestly, I think all of us did that. I remember doing that all the time. Like I would say, "Wake us up." He'd be like, "Guys, don't sleep." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, but I think that was. In school was where I was first introduced to yoga. And then, of course, we were ta- taught the, like, sun salutation. I continued to do yoga, like, when I came to university. Also, one of my friends is a yoga instructor. So I would go. So when she was training to become a certified yoga instructor, she would host these yoga sessions for us on campus. Like, she was a student, too. So we were part of the same club. So she would host these, like, yoga sessions that I would go for. And then even, like, privately, like, she would just for fun to get practice, get the teaching practice in. She would, I don't want to say train, but she would, like, do yoga for me and my friends. So I have done it. And then, of course, after she became a certified instructor, I would go to hers as well. Um, so, yeah, I have tried yoga. What kind of yoga have you tried? Have you tried, like, aerial yoga, hot yoga? like? Um, girl, I don't know. I usually just look at, like, YouTube videos and follow along, like, for um, the beginner's guide to any, like, yoga um routines but I also like attended this yoga event at my university and I'm not really sure what they were teaching (laughs) I should probably learn that but yeah so I don't really know what type of yoga practiced have you done any um I've done hot yoga so the the place that I went to they did aerial yoga but they did hot yoga so basically honestly it's like a regular it's just regular yoga but it's in a really hot room so Mm -hmm. you really sweat but I did that I want to try I'm yet to try aerial yoga um Mm -hmm. but Let's, you know, let's see. How do you find yoga, by the way? Girl, I'm Indian. I've heard about it from friends or family, I think. I don't remember exactly who, but, you know. I meant, like, how do you find yoga on your body? Like, do you enjoy Oh, how do I <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I find yoga very relaxing. Um, initially, like, when I was starting to, like, focus on my physical well-being, I liked more active physical routines. But later, like, yoga really helps me to, like, focus. If you know me, my focus is, like, the size of a peanut. So yoga has really helped me, like, focus mentally and just, like, relax. Kind of very soothing. What about you? That's good to hear because I know a lot of, like, a couple of my friends that are like, I've done yoga, but it's, like, not for me. Like, it just, you know, it's just too boring or it's just, like, you know, not en- not rigorous enough for me. I personally love yoga. It's great for when I want to exercise, but I'm not in the mood to go for it. Like, one, it's great for a lazy day mm-hmm. because 
it's not like super extreme where, you know, your I mean, your heart rate does go up depending on the type of yoga you do and depending on what you're doing that day. But mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's a relaxing. Um, and it's also great for stretching out. So like I usually try to toss in so say I've been you know back in the day when we're going to gym say I've been doing a lot of like lifting Mm -hmm. I usually try at least like maybe once every 10 days to do some type of like uh, to go for like a dropping yoga class just to like Mm -hmm. stretch everything out so I do like it I enjoy it a lot and you know I'm as you said we're Indian so it's this the exercise of my people (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right guys so you guys probably guessed it we're going to talk about yoga today so let's start off with a definition So the Merriam-Webster Dictionary has two definitions for it. The first one goes, it's a Hindu theistic philosophy teaching the suppression of all activity of body, mind, and will in order that the self may realize its distinction from them and attain liberation. And the second definition is that it's a system of physical postures, breathing techniques, and sometimes meditation derived from yoga, but often practiced independently, especially in Western cultures, to promote physical and emotional well-being. So we're going to go ahead and give you guys a crash course on yoga, and our source is from www.medicalnewstoday.com. So yoga originated from India, and it dates back all the way to pre-Vedic Indian traditions, which was around... I know. Right. <laughs> India. Yes. Oh, India. <laughs> so this was around like 3000 BCE. And the South Asian art of yoga has expanded to all corners of the globe. And there's various styles of yoga being practiced. And each one combines physical postures, breathing techniques, and meditation or relaxation. Yoga is well known for its postures and poses, but they were not a key part of original yoga traditions in India. So fitness was not the primary goal. Practitioners and followers of yogic tradition focused instead on other themes, such as expanding spiritual energy, using breathing methods, and mental focus. So Shubha, can you go into like the philosophy of yoga for us? Yeah, for sure. So touching a little bit more on the philosophical side, yoga often uses the imagery of, if you've attended a yoga class, I'm pretty sure you've you've heard your instructor say this. They use the imagery of a tree with roots, you know, a trunk, branches, you know, where like flowers and blossoms and fruits like these all are imagery that are used to convey, you know, a spiritual message. So, you know, each branch in quotes, each branch of yoga represents a different focus and a set of characteristics. So there are six branches. Uh, So I'm just going to go ahead and very, very briefly talk about them. So there's Hatha Yoga, which is, you know, this branch is the physical and mental branch designed to, you know, prime the body and the mind. There's Raja Yoga. This branch involves meditation and strict adherence to a series of disciplinary steps known as the eight limbs of yoga. There's Karma Yoga. This is typically a path of service, as you can, you know, identify from the name karma, path of service that aims to create a future free from negativity and selfishness. There's bhakti yoga. Uh, This aims to establish the path of devotion, a a positive way to channel emotions and cultivate acceptance and tolerance. Okay, there's jnana yoga. This branch of yoga is about wisdom, you know, the path of the scholar and and developing the intellect through study. There's tantra yoga. This is a path of ritual, ceremony, or consummation of a relationship. I think this might be your favorite (laughs) branch of yoga. You got to keep in mind that when you're approaching yoga, you should approach it with a specific goal in mind, um, you know, that can help a person 
that at least will help you figure out which branch you kind of want to follow. So can you tell us a little bit more about the chakras? So yoga maintains that chakras are center points of energy, thoughts, feelings, and the physical body. So the word chakras actually means spinning wheel. And according to yogic teachers, chakras determine the way people experience reality through emotional reactions, desires, aversions, uh, the level of confidence or fear, and even physical symptoms. So when an energy becomes blocked in a chakra, it's said to trigger physical, mental, or emotional imbalances, which ultimately manifest in symptoms such as anxiety, lethargy, or poor digestion. So there's seven chakras, basically. So we're just, again, we're going to briefly talk about them. There's the Sahasrara, which represents the pure state of consciousness. There is the Ajna, which relates to the pituitary gland. And the pituitary gland is in charge of like growth and development. There is Vishuddha, which is considered to be the home of speech, hearing, and uh, metabolism. There is the Anahata, which involves complex emotions such as compassion, tenderness, unconditional love, equilibrium, and rejection, and so forth. There is Manipura, which is connected to the digestive system. So, you know, also personal power, fear, anxiety, developing opinions and tendencies towards, you know, an introverted personality. So the next one is Swadishtana, and this chakra is home to the reproductive organs, the genitourinary system, and the adrenal gland. And finally, the last chakra is the Muladhara chakra. This relates to our natural urges, you know, relating to food, sleep, sex, and survival, as well as the source of avoidance and fear. So there are many styles of yoga, and Ooh. none is more authentic or superior to the other. The key is to just basically choose a class or a type of yoga that is appropriate for your fitness levels or your personal goals. So again, disclaimer, Vita and I are not certified yoga instructors. <laughs> yeah. um, but the research that we've done is just for the purpose of this episode and this podcast. There are uh, different types of yoga, but learning yoga, is in, it's not just about the breathing techniques and the poses. It also involves familiarizing yourself with a great deal of vocabulary and gaining an understanding of the variations in styles of yoga. Let's familiarize ourselves with some of them. For the purpose of this episode, we're going to be talking about 10 types of yoga. There are obviously, I'm sure that, you know, especially with the time, there, there are m- many more than just 10. But for the purpose of the episode of this episode, we're just going to be sticking to these 10. So according to metravel.com, we're going to start with the first type of yoga um, or the first technique, which is Hatha. So Hatha yoga is perhaps the most beginner friendly style of yoga, and it's actually become one of the most popular types of yoga. So the Sanskrit word for Hatha translates to physical yoga practice. So a traditional Hatha yoga class will incorporate, for example, breathing, meditation, and, you know, some basic postures. It is an excellent introduction to the holistic benefits of practicing yoga. So the next type is the vinyasa. So if you're a beginner and you're kind of, you know, feeling yourself and you want to spice it up, try taking a vinyasa class. So vinyasa flow is a popular type of yoga that incorporates more movement than hatha and will test your body's endurance. The Sanskrit word vinyasa means to place in a special way. So westernized yogis often use the word vinyasa to describe a sequence of poses performed in the style of yoga, which is chaturanga to upward facing dog to downward facing dog. There's also ashtanga. So ashtanga means eight limbs in Sanskrit and is named after the eight limbs of yoga mentioned in the yoga sutras of Patanjali. 
by the way, the Patanjali side note is a collection of 196 Sanskrit sutras on the theories and, you know, practice of yoga. So Ashtanga yoga is a physically demanding eight part practice and is better for more experienced yogis um, since it requires, you know, stamina and synchronizing your breathing with a continuous series of postures. So the next one is Bikram yoga. And this type of yoga is for people who like to really get on their sweaty glow. It's a lot of sweating. So Bikram yogis practice the style in a sauna-like room. Expect the traditional Bikram classes to be taught at 105 degrees Fahrenheit and 40% humidity. The heat promotes flexibility and allows for an amazing detox. It's a great style of yoga for beginners, and each session is made up of a 90-minute sequence of 26 poses. The next type is Iyengar. So another type of yoga that is great for you know perfectionists is Iyengar yoga, which revolves around precision. So so expect to use like props such as straps and blocks to aid you in this practice. Despite the aim of alignment, you need not stress when practicing this and of course enjoy any style of yoga. But Iyengar allows for full relaxation as you perform stretches. So this type of yoga is not only beginner friendly, but also allows the elderly and disabled to practice because of the helpful props and like the slow, gentle pacing, making it a popular style of yoga for those who may not be able to practice. And the next one is Kundalini. For those who want to explore the spiritual side of yoga, this is your go-to. If you're looking for more than a physical workout and aren't afraid to participate in a bit of chanting and meditation, this might be your style. The intention behind this practice is to awaken the energy at the base of your spine, which is called the Kundalini, and pull it upward through your body, increasing sensory awareness. And then there's Yin Yoga. So, you know, came back from work, had a long, stressful day. Um, I think this might be the the yoga for you because you won't regret spending an hour in a yin yoga class after that where basically you'll hold poses for long periods of time so typically three to five minutes and this practice works the connective tissues around your joints so it also allows for a more therapeutic practice it encourages relaxation while also challenging you to be patient so great for winding down after a long day at work so next we're going to look at the vini yoga this is an individualized type of yoga which means you right where you are and allows you to achieve your goals at your own pace if you're recovering from surgery or have specific physical needs this is a very welcoming style that may be perfect for you to achieve your best practice and to better understand and respect your own body the american vini yoga institute brings up the idea of discovering yourself along the way stating that vini yoga gives you the tools to individualize and actualize the process of self-discovery and personal transformation after that comes a Anusara. So another option for beginners is Anusara, which emphasizes uplifting the spirit. The purpose of Anusara is to open up your heart to connect with the divine and others around you. So this is relatively new. It's a more westernized version of yoga founded by, um, you know, this American-born yoga instructor, John Friend. And it involves practicing the five universal principles of alignment, allowing you to refine your form and even out your body's imbalances. Next, we have Sivananda. The philosophy the of Sivananda Yoga, a form of Hatha Yoga, can be summarized by five principles, which are proper exercise called asana, proper eating, proper relaxation called savasana, proper breathing called pranayama, and positive thinking and meditation. All of these work together to allow for a healthy lifestyle. 
This practice typically involves 12 basic asanas. If you enjoy Indian philosophy or care about your holistic well-being, you'll probably enjoy this style of yoga. Basically, whether you're a professional athlete or a nine-to-five hustler or, you know, recovering from a surgery or, you know, you don't work out at all and you just want to kind of start, there is a type of yoga for you. It's important to note that each of these common types of yoga are not entirely separate from the rest. So they are often combined. For example, Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga is a popular modern yoga practice that basically incorporates elements of both styles. So basically, there's going to be something for you 100%. So which one, Vita, what, since we've looked through some of the types of yogas, which one do you think you would try or which one do you think speaks to you? Should I go first? Yeah, you can go first. For me, I would say there's two there. I like Bikram. So the one where you have to sweat a lot, where you practice in a sauna like room only because I've done like hot yoga. So I've done that before. So I really like it. I really like the feeling of sweating a lot. Like I feel disappointed if I go to the gym or do any type of exercise and I'm not sweating. The feeling of sweating just feels so good. It's like the perfect detox. So I like that. That speaks to me. And also I haven't tried this, but I would like to yin yoga, especially from it being a perfect way to relax after a long day at work. I think yin yoga is something that speaks to me a little, you know, I'm kind of like, all right, might try you out. I also like the Bikram yoga a lot. I just never tried um, like a sauna yoga. So I think like being in a sauna and like, you know, really getting wet and getting sweaty. I really feel that. And I also really like the Anusara yoga. I think um, I'm a very positive person. So like having a whole like uplifting spirit while I'm you know, exercising might be like just a really calm way for me to, you know, find some inner peace. That's interesting. So there are, of course, everything has, you know, some precautions or things that you have to keep in mind before you start. So according to yoga all in one for dummies, the first caution is that you have to take your time. So as you age, your bones become more brittle, even as your joints and muscles become less flexible. So with that in mind, be careful when you move in and out of poses. So slow your breathing, move gently, into each of you know into and out of each yoga pose so take your time don't be in a rush next use some props you're building balance as a power yoga student but initially your balance may be a bit off to make sure that you can retain stable and secure during your yoga postures use props during your power yoga workouts also balance your workouts with rest so this is very important your muscles may not recuperate from a brand new workout as quickly as they did when you were younger so use a low level workout routine in the beginning and if your muscles get sore back off you know take rest between your workout if you get sore and tired every time you do uh you know a power yoga you'll soon you'll soon be discouraged by the whole process so if you feel yourself getting sore Take it easy, take a break, learn to rest, and then get back at it. Before you launch into becoming a student of yoga, see your doctor for a general checkup. Tell your physician that you're thinking of doing yoga and ask them whether it's okay given your present condition. Anyone who is pregnant or who has an ongoing medical condition such as high blood pressure or glaucoma should definitely talk to their healthcare practitioner before practicing yoga. And remember, don't replace conventional medical care with yoga. Use it as a management tool and of course beginners please avoid extreme poses and like super difficult techniques they look very pretty on instagram but that comes with a lot of practice mm-hmm. um so headstands the lotus position forceful breathing take it easy <laughs> you'll get there um so just take your time and ease into it so yeah all in all yoga is a five millennia old practice that has changed over time modern yoga focuses on stretches and poses designed to stimulate inner peace and physical energy 
but go ahead give yoga a try and of course let us know which one you chose with which type of yoga you choose or chose and how you felt how it left you feeling yoga can definitely help support a balanced and active lifestyle all right guys so now we're gonna jump into the question section if you could go to a yoga retreat anywhere where would it be shaba said this a million times bali 100 i would go to a yoga retreat in bali what about you same. I was thinking Bali or maybe Thailand. I feel it definitely give me some relaxing vibes. Bali is in Indonesia, by the way, kids, just in case nobody knew that. Um, do you follow any yoga influencers? If so, who? I actually, no, I do not. <laughs> no, I follow a couple. So I follow yoga. She's this YouTuber, Adrian. So her channel is Yoga by Adrian. I like some of hers, but she can get a little talky. But basically, yeah, I like her. She she has good videos, but sometimes she can get a little talky where she's like doing a pose and then she just starts narrating a story. And it's kind of just like, I don't know, I, I get a little irritated. I'm like, okay, stop, stop talking. Like, stop telling. <laughs> Joke or whatever yeah like let me focus on what I'm doing or tell me when to go to a ne- like another pose I also follow this lady called Naya Rapoport or her name is Naida actually she's mm-hmm. from Florida so I like her she has some cool stuff and then one of these uh fitness followers her name is Nat B Fit so her name is Natalie her Instagram is Nat B Fit she does a lot of so she's a, she's a Gymshark sponsor or like model or whatever but her vibe is very like holistic Mm. and active lifestyle and you know she does a lot of meditation she's a more she's on the more spiritual side Mm -hmm. lately I've noticed that she does a lot of yoga I mean she's been doing it for a while but she's really really getting into yoga so she is personal trainer certified but I think now she's going to do her yoga certification um Mm -hmm. so I like her too so I don't know whether to count her in but she in literally every single one of her stories or like every day she always posts about how she like meditated and did you know started up her warm-up with like a yoga practice or flow are you flexible 100 percent, i am (laughs) same i i mean i can't do like the splits and stuff but i can bend down to touch my toes (laughs) um bendy Yes, Bendy. What is the best way to start your day? I like to wake up from a good eight hour worth of sleep. And then I like to tell myself like positive affirmations. So, you know, telling myself positive things about me. And then I like to look at positive quotes. I have a lot um, taped onto my mirror in the bathroom. So, you know, it just gives me like a fresh start. And then, of course, after my morning brushing bathroom routine, I like to look at my family and just, you know, spend time with my loved ones. Um And yeah, on a like busy day, I don't get to like do it for so long. But now I'm in quarantine. So it's like really nice to just sit down and have fun with them and eat a healthy breakfast and then get to work. Hustle. I love it. Love it. Thank you. What about you? I would say that the best way for me to start my day is wake up, like obviously start with my like super short 20 to 30 second loving kindness meditation, go brush my teeth, shower, and then make my breakfast. Like I tried it. It is hard to like make my breakfast in the morning when I'm going to work. But yeah, again, since we're in quarantine now, it's much easier. So it's as opposed to like quickly rushing through my sandwich and like taking it to go on the subway. But yeah, making my breakfast is a really big one. And then making my coffee. Before I had to start making coffee at home, back when I had to commute to work, I would never get the time to make coffee Mm -hmm. so I would always like grab but that first sip though in the morning oh my gosh (laughs) especially in the winter oh my goodness getting that hot sip of coffee oh so good 
Um, but now I don't even have to wait to do that. So it's like now once I'm awake and I'm down in the kitchen, just like making my nice cup of coffee, making my breakfast and like playing some music in the background. That is yes. the way I like to start my day. So where is the most relaxing place you've been to? Thailand. I went to Krabi, Thailand. And we did like some island hopping and stuff. But that entire vacation was, oh my gosh, so relaxing. I, I guess it was also more relaxing because I had been so stressed prior because for reason, other many other reasons like school and blah, 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 blah. So before I went to Thailand, I hadn't actually had a summer, sorry, winter vacation. This was right before I went on exchange. So my exams were literally all the way till December 25th. Like literally to December 25th, I flew back to India, just spent like maybe like, the rest of like the rest of the five to six days in India just chilling there and then I also actually got sick when I went to India because I got food poisoning from drinking the water so Mm -hmm. that like week that I was there I was Mm -hmm. sick and then as soon as that was done I had to like fly over to Singapore for my exchange in January so I didn't Mm -hmm. really have vacation so it was in March I believe where we went to Thailand and so that was like my first vacation that year like that academic year so Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, I did. I actually did yoga in the morning. Oh, I I love that. Yeah, I tried to wake up for sunrise. Did not happen, but I did (laughs) yoga. That's cool. For me, I would. I know this is cheesy, but I think my grandparents' house, like my from my mom's side, um, is definitely the most relaxing place. Like, I'm their only grandchild, so they baby me so much, and I get so much attention, and like I just can lie there and do nothing. I just love spending time at their place. Um, they're such lovely human beings. So yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. I love that. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today remember to follow us on spotify and on instagram at underscore keep it spicy let us know if you liked this episode if you did tell us what else you'd like us to talk about regarding yoga if you didn't give us that feedback so we know how to improve or what else you'd like us to talk about instead like our posts comment and share our podcast and content with friends and on that note remember folks keep it spicy yours truly xx